Hey, what's up, little boomers? Before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about a sponsor, one of our great sponsors, SeatGeek. Hey, if you are trying to go to a Blue Jackets game, or even, hey, Morgan Wallen just announced he's coming to the horseshoe. He did indeed. I'm. Uh, we should be getting tickets to that uh, pre-sale. We'll see what happens there. We should. Uh, but regardless, uh, if you're trying to get some uh, some good deals on tickets, you can check out uh, SeatGeek.com. You can also download their mobile app, uh, and you can use our promo code CBJA for artillery. So CBJA, and you get twenty dollars off your first time purchase using that code. So make sure, uh, like like I said, SeatGeek.com. Download the app. It's good for concerts. It's good for Blue Jackets games or any sports game for that matter. And uh, theater shows. I don't know. Whatever what, SeatGeek has. Whatever has tickets to it, SeatGeek probably covers it. SeatGeek probably covers it. Again, CBJA is the promo code you want to use for $20 off your first time purchase using that code. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world, or so they say. Here are your hosts, Jordan, Kyle, Warren, and Tyler. Who wrote this, by the way? Well, that intro is incorrect. It is not Jordan, Kyle, Warren, and Tyler. It is, uh, it's me and intern Braden. Yeah, Braden, Bryson, Braylon. Bryson, Bryden. I'm a man of many names, you know. But I call you Braden. You know, and I appreciate that. Yeah, everybody else doesn't give a shit about you. Uh, don't say that. They, it's endearing <laughs> when they do it. It is, you know, they care. They it, do care about you. They care enough to mispronounce or yeah. not even get my name right. <laughs> exactly. That's, I mean, I mean let's, let's be real. True friendship. Like, if you walk into my apartment and you say, hey, man, what's up? I would think something's wrong. I expect you to walk into my apartment and be like, what's up, bitch? Right? Like it's, yeah, a little it's, bit. It's endearment. Like yeah. It's just, that's how true friendship works. Exactly. You're not nice. You can never be nice to your friends. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. You're only nice to complete strangers. That's right. That's a, that is a fact. Um, but welcome into the podcast, episode 229. Uh, it is just me, Jordan, and also intern Braden here. Uh, Kyle is going to the Blue Jackets game tonight. It is Wednesday. Um, Warren just got back from a work trip, so he's not going to be here. And I don't know where Tyler's at. Couldn't tell you, but we lost him. It's okay. It's okay because you know the pat. We've done two episodes together now, mm-hmm. and we've killed it. We've done well. We've gotten good compliments too from people. You know, from, from we listeners. Have. We have actually. Yeah. So uh, you know, nothing's going to change here. We're going to be our typical selves, and we're going to put put out a great podcast for you. Um. So we had a good little. Uh, Good little time, Sunday. You, you could say that. Nice little <laughs> Sunday fun day. We had, we had a good little Sunday fun day. Uh, me and Braden went to the uh, Blue Jackets and Red Wings game. And uh, prior to going to the game, uh, we went to our bar. And we met up with uh, old Spit and Chicklets. Well, two, two of them. Two of them. Two yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, Biz Nasty. Yeah, you Biz know. and uh, Paul, Paul Bissonette. And then uh, Grinelli, uh, who's the producer of Spit and Chicklets, and uh, uh, we had a good time. We uh, we we talked with him there at Arbar for a little bit, and uh, then later on in the evening, we're we're at we're, so we're at the Blue Jackets game, right? <laughs> we're at the Blue Jackets game, and if you follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, you you probably saw that we we were in in uh, the Spit and Chicklets suite. Yes. Um. Did were we invited into the suite? We gonna get in trouble if we tell the truth? No. 
No, and not at all. <laughs> we were not, not in the slightest. We were not invited in the slightest. But here's the thing. Um, so we had a game plan. We're like, all right, let's go into this suite and let's just have a good time with uh, Will Paul Bissonette and Grinelli. And there was probably like 20 to 30 people in there as well. I had no idea who the rest of the people were. <laughs> no. I never saw them in my life. And uh, so <laughs> me and Braden made this. So they were in the party tower. So yes. if you're at Nationwide Arena, when you look to one end of the arena, you have like the, the two party towers that go up on yeah, opposite ends. And it's right ends. above the pin sign. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're right there. Uh, so me and Braden were sitting in the lower bowl. What I don't know what section we're, we were in. Um, doesn't really, doesn't yeah, really 106. matter. 106. 106. Uh, we know where they're at because we're kind of following them on social media. And, uh, and so we're like, you know what? They would want us up there. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we decided to make that decision for them. We did. That they would want us up in the suite, the party tower. So we were like, you know what? We're not going to deny them of our presence. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like, Spit and Chicklets, they have they have reposted a lot of artillery content in, in years past. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have, they have given us credit. They have tagged us many times. So in the back of my mind, I'm kind of like... All right, well, here's our opportunity, right? Like, let's go meet Paul Bissonnette. Let's go meet uh, Grinelli, who produces, and let's just go have a good time up there. And me and Braden looked at each other, and we said, let's do it. So we walk up four flights of stairs. We couldn't find the elevator, probably because we were drinking too much. I don't even think we looked for the elevator. I don't think we did either. I think we just w- we went straight for the stairs. Did we hit the stairs or the escalator? We did the stairs. Okay. I remember, because I was out of breath by the time I got up there. <laughs> I was like, all right, we got to take a deep breath and collect ourselves before we try to like get in. You here. needed the deep <laughs> breath. <laughs> all right, relax. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we're sitting at the top of the party tower, and there is a nationwide attendant there, right? She's a, she's an usher. She's right outside the door. I pulled Braden aside. I said, all right, here's what we got to do. We just got to we gotta just pretend like, you know, we belong. Uh, maybe we just went to the bathroom, and we're going back into the suite, and mm-hmm. we just don't have our, 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 our ticket stub or our, our proof on our phone. Uh, to get back in. <laughs> yeah, which is not a very viable story. <laughs> but I will say, one, we could have taken her easily. We easily could have taken Two, her. Two. Not a big problem. We went in the commotion of whoever, who scored the second goal that night? Uh, Kent, Kent Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. We went in the KJ. commotion of his goal. So that worked perfect. It was a built-in <laughs> cover. Like, Kent Johnson wanted us in that suite. He, he wanted said, I'm going to score for exactly. And uh And, yeah, so distractions everywhere. And we just uh, walked in like we knew what we were doing. We walked in like we know what we're doing, and nobody questioned it. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. So uh, we walk into the party tower, uninvited, and uh, yeah. So we just have a great time in there, uh, and uh, we watched the. It, it was like it was we, middle. It was like right. It was like the middle of the second, maybe the end of the second. End I of believe. the second. So we were there for intermission, and then also mm. the third period. Um, and then, yeah, we had, we had a great time. Uh, Paul Bissonette, uh, uh, Mikey Grinelli from Spit and Chicklets, fantastic people. Yeah. They run a nice small and, old podcast up there too. Uh, yeah, great guys. You know, you know, just, you know, we were giving them uh, pointers and advice yeah. on how to run a good hockey podcast. Yeah. I mean, they're good uh, up and comers. They're going to be big someday. <laughs> they will be big one day. Barstool, you know, they have, they have potential. They do indeed. Um, you know, they'll get to our level at one point, but, uh, yeah, no, it, Every time we engaged in conversation, they were just, they were all about it. Granted, they were on, I think they were on our level of intoxication the entire time. You had to think they've been, they've been at Arbor since they probably were gotten to Columbus at like three. Mm -hmm. And then we're at Arbor from four to puck drop. Yeah. They're definitely not paying for drinks. No. They're giving out free beers left and right. Shout out, shout out Big Deal Brewing. It's a really nice beer. 
uh, but they're promoting it. So they're walking around our bar with 12 packs under each arm, just tossing beers yeah, left and right. Just tossing them. And they also had it in the suite too. And uh, I felt kind of bad because I was drinking an Elvis juice in the picture I took with Biz. Yeah, that's um, effed. You know, but yeah, I, at that point, I think they had given up. They have given away all of their beer. No, because so, like, there was definitely still some that I was drinking. <laughs> God damn it. I was too drunk to notice anything in my surrounding, but um, yeah. It, all in all, though, great time. Biz, uh, Biz was a great person. Uh, he was very genuine. He did a couple Instagram stories with us. Again, we shouldn't have been in the suite, but he didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, for all he knows, that's where we sit oh, normally. Yeah. Oh yeah, we. I had mentioned to Grinelli that we're with the CBJ artillery. He's like, oh yeah. And, then I two two minutes later I mentioned it again because yeah. I was so drunk I was repeating myself. Yeah, and then you looked at me and it's like, dude, he knows us. I was like, yeah, it's because you just <laughs> told him. That's but he the- had already knew prior. He had yeah. already he and he, he he like acknowledged like, oh yeah, I know you guys kind of in a roundabout way. Yeah. Um, Don't say yeah. roundabout. <laughs> yeah. Right. Can't bring that up. PTSD for you. Yeah. Uh, and then as soon as we were about to leave for the night, so the game had ended. And we were kind of in the suite uh, for uh, you know about probably 10, 15 minutes yeah. after the game. The arena was empty, uh, uh, on the verge of being empty. And old Biz looks at you and tosses you his hat. Yeah, says, that was cool. It. I think personally, that was, I was. I think I was saying it from the time we stepped foot in our bar before the game. He was such a nice, genuine dude. Like they could have easily set up a table yeah. or been at some little area where they were blocked off. You had to wait in line to go talk to him. No, they were walking around. Oh, yeah. He was shaking hands, kissing babies. Everybody. He was talking to everybody left and right. Yeah. So I mean, he was an awesome dude. I mean, he just looks at me, he had a hat. He goes, looks at me, and he just goes, here, take this. Tosses me the hat. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I think he was an awesome dude. Great impression. On great, his part. great time. And again, like they're gonna have a good podcast one day. They're getting one there. day. They're they got a good there. base following <laughs> right now. They're gonna end up. <laughs> they do. They're gonna end up being big. Yeah. You know, I hope they do get big. They they deserve it because they they're do. such great people. But absolutely. Uh, <laughs> anyways, great time, great time. Uh, um, yeah, it was a great a, a, evening. Applaud to uh, Spit and Chicklets for uh, making an out the nationwide arena. And uh, yeah, it's you know maybe we'll have a crossover episode one day with those guys. You yeah, know? you know when they start getting when yeah they get once to they our get level, to our yeah. level, we'll invite them on yeah. and they can you know they can be a guest. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we'll, we'll throw them a bone. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so, uh, all right. So, uh, since our last episode, a couple blue jackets games have occurred. Uh, the first one being uh, Winnipeg and the jackets played damn well in Winnipeg. I would uh, say so. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of like that. Where is this jackets been all season? Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of injuries. I know we have our struggles right now and there's no doubt about that. But it's, you know, when the Jackets come in and play, a, uh, Winnipeg's no slouch. They are a good team in the Western Conference right now. And uh, we, we came out the gate ready to play, which doesn't really happen a lot with this team. Uh, Line A, that was his first game off the injured reserve list, and he's also returning to his previous team that he played for, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, two goals for Line A. Uh, yeah. You love to see it. It's got to feel good. It's got to feel great. Branson got on the score sheet. Also, Nyquist had a goal. Uh, Gaudreau with two assists for that game. Jackets won that one four to one. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like we're because we know we can compete with good teams. But let's, where's the disconnect between you know a Winnipeg game and a Red Wings and a Pittsburgh game? I think it goes back to the point we brought up um, two weeks ago. I think we're so young and our roster is just ever changing at this point right now. I mean you're recalling and assigning guys left and right from Cleveland or yeah. to Cleveland from Cleveland. Like 
the, just the inconsistency is a consistent thing right now. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think I was just talking about it with one of my, one of my buddies today. I mean, like, it makes no sense to me how we can go beat a Winnipeg team four to one, lose, play decently well. I think against the Red Wings four to two. I don't think that was a non-competitive game. I mean, it wasn't like completely non-competitive. I mean, there was we had closed the gap to you know three to two. Yeah. Um, there was an opportunity. There was a chance to potentially make that to get that win. Yeah. But I think the Red Wings kind of had it the entire game. Yeah. But then even but again, it wasn't like super uncompetitive no. com- compared to, you know, a month to two months ago when we're out the gate, we're losing seven to one. So yeah. like we're actually, or the last time we played the Red Wings, we were at that game too. They, we lost six one. Yeah. So we're like, like, we, we closed the gap a little bit there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. And I mean that fourth goal, I think it was the fourth goal. I don't know. I can't remember who scored it for the Red, Wings. the Red Wings. I don't know how it, fucking went in yeah i mean it was damn near impossible shot but then even last night in pittsburgh which i mean we'll get to that later too but i mean yeah they wasn't we had our opportunities the 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 score of 4-1 does not reflect the play like how well we played or how pit like it, it does not reflect how we played yeah and we'll talk about pittsburgh here in a second um but no you're spot on there uh so yeah jackets lose or win excuse me win in winnipeg uh, four to one. Uh, the lone goal coming from who else? Then Pierre Luc Dubois, former Columbus Blue Jacket, who at, we who we traded for Patrick Laine and Jack Roslevic. Um, and I I had tweeted during the game because listen, the Pierre Luc Dubois. There's there's no question like he quit playing for Tortorella. He quit playing for yeah. the Blue Jackets. He he uh, at the beginning of you know a couple seasons ago he just he just for whatever reason, decided I don't want to play or hustle or or be a true NHL player. And I had tweeted out during this Jets game, I was like, it looks like Pierre-Luc Dubois is actually playing hockey. Yeah. And he comes away with the lone Jets goal. But I think, you know, all in all, the Jackets came away uh, in a lot better shape in that game with old Patrick Lyon getting two, two of the, the goals there for uh, for the Jackets. But Oh, yeah. Um, so moving on to the, to the Red Wings games. Or a game, um, they come to Columbus, Bjork, and Ken Johnson have the goals. They fall 4-2. I don't know if there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah, I mean, I just, it, I know I was just saying it. they didn't necessarily play bad, but I think it's, I, I think it's uh, beating a dead horse at this point. We're just seeing the Jackets that have played all year. I mean, and also, it, I was um, fully in my bag and was not paying attention to that game at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, I will say the getting to Arbar at four four thirty was not the greatest idea. No, it was a great idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, at the time, but I mean, no, it was a fantastic idea. Yeah, no, it, it was a great idea, but I mean, it we didn't pay much attention to the game. No, not at all. Yeah. We were there. It was we great. were there physically. We were there. But I if had you, a great hot dog. I I didn't know shit about fuck it. I bought game. a foot long hot dog. Yeah, we I we do need to talk about that. Why? It was delicious. Just get a normal coney. Like there no, was no need. Dude. But here's the thing. So I went to the Skyline stand to get a hot dog. Right? Skyline always calls my name at Blue Jackets games. Like, oh yeah. Like you smell it, you walk past it, you gotta get Skyline, whether it's like the nachos or the conies, whatever. But I this is the first time I've been to a Skyline stand where they had a foot long all beef, like a hundred percent beef wiener sitting there on the grill. All right. Yeah. No. It was. 
And I looked at the Conies right next to it. They, were, they had been there for a little bit. They looked a little gray. I was like, you know what? And you know how small Skyline Conies are. They're maybe three inches. Okay. I'm talking it's about, about a, it's about how they use it. They cover that thing with chili. I understand that, but I looked right to the left of it and I saw a 12 inch wiener sitting there. I was like, I gotta eat this. All right. And since the lady asked me, Do you want chili and cheese on this too? I the said, The lady asked you. Yes, I want chili and cheese on this wiener, please. And she said, Here you go. And I just scarfed that down. Now, it did end up in my sink <laughs> later on that day, and that's okay. Because I didn't know that that, that that happened until the next morning. Like it came out in one piece? <laughs> no. Like you puked up a whole 12-inch wiener. No, it, it was multiple. Because that would have been impressive. <laughs> well, that would have been concerning as well. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I come out of the bathroom in the arena. <laughs> Jordan is off behind a little post at the little table. Well, yeah, they have the little He's tables. clearly hiding the fact that he's about I'm not to hiding devour it. That was the, no, that was a 12-inch no. wiener. That was the you one You were ashamed table. of it. I wasn't ashamed. That was the one table I could find to to prop my beer up and then also, like, hold my wiener. I think that's where I got mad, is that you tried to hide it. <laughs> if you're going to order a 12-inch wiener, you're going to eat it loud and proud. I will eat it loud and proud, but there was no other table that was behind the post. I didn't put, I designed the arena and put the table. I'll even hold your beer next time because we all know a 12 inch is a two handed job. It is a two handed job. So <laughs> and also with chili and cheese, it's messy. <laughs> it gets very messy. But yeah, that, that was really good though. Just get a normal county next time. Listen, I like, I, I like skyline conies. But when they compare, when they are side by side with a twelve incher all beef and a three incher kind of sus sus meat, which is what Skyline is, you're going with the you're going with the all beef guy. Whatever. Yeah. And plus, I needed it because I was already like I was already like four Jack and Cokes deep from our bar, and also a couple Pink Whitney shots and a beer in. So like, I needed some substance. I can't even remember if I ate food. I don't know if you did. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Um, <laughs> might be a problem. No, I had some finger. Oh no, you know what it was? The suite we were so graciously invited into. I had um, <laughs> I had two chicken sandwiches up there. Nice. They had food. I didn't they know did. that. <laughs> you gotta pay attention, what? man. Shit, that's bullshit. I didn't know. Maybe I did. Did I have food with you? No, you did not. That sounds about right. Yeah. Damn. Again, not much to talk about in the Red Wings game that, outside that, of our shenanigans. That was that was that, it. that was what we had to talk about. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> At this point, like, what can you say about the Blue Jackets hockey? I mean, there's nothing to like. You can't like break down analytically what is happening with this team right now. No. Uh, all right. So moving on to the Jackets are in Pittsburgh. Um, Marchenko he made his NHL debut there in Pittsburgh. A lot of hype around him. Uh, if you don't know who uh, Kirill Marchenko is, he was drafted 49th overall in the 2018 NHL draft by the Columbus Blue Jackets. He Damn, just, he's, he hasn't been out for four years? Nah, he's been overseas. Hmm. He's I'm been sorry. playing, I, I believe, the KHL. Uh, he was just signed to a two-year entry-level deal uh, in May of 2022 with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, so, yeah, he finally got that entry-level contract. A lot of hype. This is his first year in Cleveland. He was in Traverse City. He was in training camp. A lot of people have a lot of high expectations for Marchenko. And, uh, yeah, so he made his NHL debut in Pittsburgh. Nothing crazy to report about with him in terms of him in Pittsburgh. Um, he didn't have any goals, no assists, but he was out there. You know, he, he made yeah. plays, whatever. He did He did almost have a goal, he which was, was assisted by the next yeah. guy that made a debut. He was close to it, did not get the assist. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Marchenko is a winger. He has size, something the Jackets obviously uh, lack uh, at the moment. They lack at the moment, so I do like that. Kyle, I know, is all about Marchenko. Marchenko show, oh, as Kyle would refer to oh, it. Oh, the Marchenko show. So yeah, I listen. I, I hope, I hope he uh, he pans out, and uh, we'll see what he can do. Um, he's definitely he's getting a good opportunity with all the injuries we do have. So let's see what old Marchenko can 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 do. Uh, also making his uh, NHL debut in Pittsburgh was uh, Tim Bernie. I don't really know how to say his name. I, I think it's phonetic. Tim Bernie. I would hope so. Maybe it's Bernay. The B is probably silent, actually. <laughs> Tim Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> uh, as soon as this guy was called up, I was like, who? Yeah, I can who tell you this? don't know who the hell it is. <laughs> on the show flow, Tim Bernie also made his NHL debut. <laughs> Defender. Hyphen defender. Defender. I had no idea who the fuck he was. I was like, all right, cool. He's a part of the team. Uh, He's just some random guy they picked up. It seems like it. Like, you know, we picked him off the streets of Columbus. But uh, I feel bad because I don't know who he is either. If he's I just been some absolute dog. He probably has been a dog. And clearly, we don't know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> so people he, are like, how the fuck do you not know Tim Burton? I'm like, yeah. I don't. I'm well, sorry. Only the diehards will ridicule us here. But yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's a great player, and you know, obviously he's made his NHL debut, so he's obviously good enough to be in the league. But um, yeah, so Tim Bernie, <laughs> I I still think we're saying his name wrong. I I, I am a hundred percent certain, and we're gonna get fact checked on that. How game. are you? How can we even fact check ourselves right now? I don't. I maybe just type in how do you save this on Google? Tim Bernie pronunciation. Let's see if we can uh, maybe put your mic up to your uh, speaker. Nope. Uh, Tim Timbre? No, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> that's oh, not Tim it. Bernie stats. It definitely not gonna have pronunciation here. You could probably like go on YouTube. Oh no, and, hold like, on. Print Yep. No, Tim Bernie. There we go. It's Tim Absolutely. Bernie. Tim Bernie. Welcome to the Blue Jackets, Tim Bernie. <sighs> We're so smart. You love you love to see it. Uh, so we'll see how he pans out. You know, whatever. With all these injuries, right now it's just a revolving door of who's here and who's not. So. Um, I wish him all the best, though. I I'm, I'm, I hope he does that. well. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I don't want him to do bad. He's on our team. But uh, anyways, so back to the Pittsburgh game. Uh, all this to say, Marchenko and Bernie made their uh, their debuts, NHL debuts, uh, in Pittsburgh versus the Penguins. Uh, and uh, Goudreau, Blue Jackets got off to a great start. Johnny Hockey, baby. Johnny Hockey, baby. Come on now. Johnny Goudreau within one minute. Scores the goal, first goal for the Blue Jackets, first goal of the game. Great goal, you know. It was an awkward shot, like, but he, but, I mean, he, he buried, buried it, buried it, like, no question. I mean, top asked. shelf, backside of the net. You can't ask for a prettier shot. That's what Johnny Hockey does. No questions about it. That's what Johnny Hockey does. And uh, so Jackets went off to a great start, and you know, you know. Then I think they went the whole first period shut out too. They were up yeah. 1-0 the entire. And it first was period. like, you know what? We're gonna win this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna El- we're gonna we're gonna beat Pittsburgh. Gonna gonna beat Pittsburgh. We're gonna beat Pittsburgh. And then four unanswered goals. Second period <laughs> happened. Third yeah, period happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, four unanswered goals. Also, I, I forgot to mention this was Elvis's first return as a starter. Yes. Yeah. As a starter since and, being on the IR. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I, I don't think he played that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and praise him. I don't think he, he played necessarily well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I don't think necessarily all those goals are on him. He got called on a. I will say this. Apparently, apparently in the city of Pittsburgh, 
Um, goalie interference is is probably like a law where you just can't call it. Yeah, I mean, it has to um, be. Or, yeah, I think it has to be. Because what I watched during that game, there were, there were two goals. Uh, there was one in the first period, and there, oh, sorry, it was the first goal and the third goal of, of the game um, that Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh scored. And I'm sorry, but to me, Elvis was completely interfered with on, on those two goals. Uh, the first one, what was the first one? Because the third one was the one with Crosby, right? Third one was the one with Crosby where it went off of, I think, I believe Gavrikov's Yeah, it went stick. off, which, I mean, that one, yeah. they were, they might have been hesitant to call it because well, Gavrikov was, and Crosby. But also, they're hesitant, hesitant to call it because Crosby's involved in the play. Yeah, he's the golden child. Um, but then the, Gavi was also all over Crosby. He was all over Crosby, so, you know, there was some, you know, maybe Gavi was kind of like pushing Crosby into into Elvis, whatever. Yeah, and then the first one, I don't... Uh, the I, first one, though, I, I can't tell you specifically who the players were, but... Oh, it was uh, Rust. Was it was the Rust one that on the shot it? One? Rust was the one that scored it, but I don't know who was involved. I feel like Crosby was the one who scored. The first one? No, the first one was Go Rust. on the NHL app and just see who scored the first one. Just go to, like, if you have the app on your phone. Uh, I, just, I have the website pulled up. Hold on. Um, we should, uh, I do provide a show flow for these podcasts, but sometimes some minor details get left out. Yeah. And you know, we're not perfect, but, uh, um, game summary. Oh, it was rust. Rust scored the first one. <laughs> I already got it. Sorry. I'm on here. NHL app, baby. That's what you just got to go to. Uh, but yeah, no, it was like, literally we're talking about Elvis, like his stick. He was unable to even like utilize the stick. And the blue, whatever Blue Jacket player was like impeding on 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 the Pittsburgh Penguins was not even really close to him in terms of uh, in in terms of his ability to make the shot. So, like Elvis had no opportunity to to make the save. So there there were, like I said, the first goal and the third goal of that game, um, both of them to me, again, should have been some type of goaltender interference. Yeah, but I mean. Again, you're playing in Pittsburgh. You're playing in Pittsburgh. You're you playing in Pittsburgh. Sidney Crosby was involved with two of them. Yeah. They're not going to call anything on Sidney Crosby. It's the golden boy of hockey right there. Still, somehow. Somehow he is. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. So, yeah. But yeah, In the I, city of Pittsburgh, goalie interference does not exist. You hate to see it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so four yeah. unanswered goals. Uh, and it's kind of what you were saying earlier, Braden. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you watch you watch the majority of those goals and you watch the majority of that game and I don't think Elvis on his return back, you know, his first his first game back from IR, I wasn't disappointed in his effort. No, I don't think it was entirely on him. I think the two goal interference absolutely. Then the fourth goal, he got caught in no man's land. He got fucked by who makes the call on pulling the goalie? Is it is it Larson? Um it's Somebody in the coaching staff. Yeah, somebody up there. He got stuck. <clears throat> Elvis knew that it was a. I think it was four on four in the third period, and Elvis got stuck waiting for the call to get pulled off onto the bench just for the minute. Yeah, and whoever makes that call waited until Pittsburgh had possession of the puck. Elvis got yeah. caught. I don't. Cause I mean, he faced thirty four shots. I mean, he say thirty saves. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think he played as bad as people were making it out to be. No, he didn't. And, you know, Elvis has definitely caught a lot of shit this year. Yeah, for good reason. For good reason. He's, he's not had a good start to the year. 
And I know everyone has that defense, like, well, you know, the whole t- what's playing in front of him. I, I get that, and, like, I'm a part of that too. But, you know, uh, I will say this Penguins game, I think it was just uh, a whole team effort on yeah, in terms it, of it wasn't how bad just it was, on Elvis. But, and I mean, the other um, thing is we had plenty of opportunities too. I mean, we did. There was a lot of opportunities. We had uh, a lot of good of we had. I think we had more shots than the Pittsburgh Penguins did. We just couldn't capitalize for whatever reason. And and uh, yeah, a lot of good opportunities for the Blue Jackets. But you know, once again, we're in Pittsburgh. So, all right. Before we get on to other parts of the podcast, we got to talk about our incredible sponsors. First off, High Bank Distillery. Uh, listen, High Bank Distillery is an incredible local distiller of all spirits. We're talking about whiskey, gin, vodka, rum. They got it all. And also, they are award-winning, not just locally. I'm talking about nationally. Uh, the San Francisco Spirits Competition, which is one of the most world-renowned uh, Spears competitions out there. High Bank Distillery has taken place, have t- has taken home first place and like second place in multiple categories. And they're right there in Grandview, Ohio. And they are our sponsor. And we love them dearly. Um, we drink their stuff all the time on the podcast. Do indeed. Whiskey War is always stocked here they're at Jordan's barrel, apartment. They're barrel proof. Oh my goodness. It is, uh, it is incredible. They have two locations. They got... Uh, one over there in Grandview, Ohio, which is their original location, right across from the Grandview Yard area. And they also have their brand new location in Gehanna and New Albany. So highbankco.com for more details. Beyond their spirits, they also have incredible cocktail or uh, incredible food. Uh, great food menu. So uh, highbankco.com for more details there. Now, we have a new, a fairly new sponsor fairly on Fairly new. It's about, about three weeks old. Three weeks old, and uh, we're going to be an- announcing something here probably next week. Next week with them, Parlay Columbus. So Parlay is a brand new sports bar, also a uh, sports book bar. I guess is that is that how you would say? Yeah, I would that? say it's a sports book. Sports yeah. book. Yeah, it's a sports book. It's uh, it is in the short north area, uh, a couple blocks away from Nationwide Arena. Um, when I when I say you know this place is incredible, it is absolutely incredible. So, Parlay Columbus. Let's just talk about it for one second. Are you ready, Braden? I'm I'm here. I'm right here. Are you here for it? I'm right here. Are you right here for it? I'm right here. So, Parlay Columbus. They have 100 TVs with premium premium sound. Four private rooms with video boards. An elevated man cave. Define elevated like. I, it's you know it's above uh, above sea level above sea level okay. I believe I All believe right. uh, also a sky lodge seating I don't even know what that means but it sounds great I want I want to find out I want to find out uh, they have uh, if you're sitting in a booth you you have TV control like listen like if you're watching the TV you can hear the sound you can you can choose what you want to watch change because the sound. there's a hundred TVs in the damn place hundred plus hundred plus yeah you're, you're right yeah. Uh, full restaurant menu, two patios, game room, live DJ on uh, on 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 game nights for uh, for Blue Jackets, Buckeye games, etc., and much much more. If you want to check them out, like I said, they're located right right at the start of the Short North, a couple blocks away from Nationwide Arena, right by was it Hyde Park? Is that where it's at? In that area, In that area. Yeah, 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 right yeah. there, yeah, where all those arches are at, you know, yeah, right, right across from places, the, right across from the Greek Church. Which, funny enough, when the Greek festival happens. 
and I've been there like twice. I have, they serve alcohol, and I've taken my alcohol into the church, and I thought I was going to get struck by lightning. No, commun- uh, what is it? The sacrament is the, actual wine. The Greeks, you'll be fine. The Greeks like to party, apparently. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, anyways, parlaycolumbus.com. Uh, check them out. Uh, also, SeatGeek, uh, if you're trying to uh, go to a game, a concert, or show, whatever, uh, use our promo code CBJA for $20 off your first time purchase using our promo code CBJA. That was abrupt. <laughs> that was really abrupt. Sorry. That was abrupt. You know, you're learning the board. It's my first time on the board, man. I'm, just hit, I'm hitting buttons and finding <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> first time on the board. You love to see it. That's why you're here. You're our intern. You're learning. I do got to learn. You're learning. Um, yeah. All right. Let me go back to the show flow here. What's next? I don't even know. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. a pretty pressing matter. I. Right. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. Uh, yeah. So uh, the Blue Jackets, uh, they had a press conference. Oh, actually, it wasn't even the Blue Jackets. It was Jacob Vorchek or Jakob, whatever you want to call him. Tomato, tomato. Uh, you know. Incredible hockey player. And so he... You know, Jacob Vorchek goes over to Finland with the uh, with the with with the global series. What what do they call it? I forget now. Uh, I think it is. Was it the global? I think it is the global series. I NHL don't know. Global series. Maybe that was what they called it. I forget. I think that was at this point. I, I think that was what they called I, it. I, I I chose to block it out of my out of my. I know my you don't mind. like it. It's cool. We got our ass kicked both games, <laughs> so I'm just choosing to ignore what happened there. I think it was the global series. Regardless, I'm not trying to open an old wound for you. Thank, thank it you. It was in Finland. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Jacob Vorchek, the first game in that in that global series in Finland, uh, he he uh, he he sustained an an, an injury. I got it out. I sp- there you I, go. I, I, you know, words are hard. Words are hard sometimes. And uh, and he had been out ever since. And there wasn't a lot. There's no information. No information. No information at all surrounding what had happened. All we knew was upper body. He's out indefinitely. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of questions surrounding it. And then the rumors started swirling. swirling. Wow. <laughs> Words are really hard right now. They are. I'm, Seems like maybe it. Maybe I have what Vorchek has. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to, you know. Should I edit that out? No. Uh, no. We're, I we're mean, good. you said it. We're good. We're just going to keep going with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Voracek, uh yeah, so he he held a presser with with the uh, Columbus media and uh, was kind of putting some rumors to rest, like hey, like here's what's going on, and because uh, a lot of speculation was happening in terms of uh, of his future in the league, and uh, so he he said this, and uh, yeah, I feel okay. Obviously, I sustained a concussion in in Finland, and. Uh you know, after talking to too many people and many doctors, you know, uh, we came to the conclusion that as of right now, I'm not capable of, uh, you know, coming back or I won't be coming back anytime soon. Obviously, I'm going to make my best efforts to to, to try to do that, uh, but uh, it might be a long process. And, uh, you know, as of now, you know, I don't see myself playing in the near future. But like I say, I do everything in my power to try to get back on the ice. But, uh, you know, like I said, I had uh, a lot of head injuries in the past. And uh, that's something, um, you know, I got to think about and be smart about. And uh, that's where I stand right now. So, listen, like head injuries, head injuries are very serious. And and I'm glad that Jacob Voracek finally came out and said something, because, again, like everybody's kind of been left in the dark. We haven't really understood what was going on here. 
Uh, we knew he was out indefinitely. Uh, we knew it was upper body. And for him to come out and say, hey, man, like, listen, I've, I've suffer- I have uh, suffered a couple, a handful of, of concussions in, in my career. And for whatever reason, this one right now, like, I, I he just kind of said out, like, I, I can't yep. play. I, yep. can't, I can't play right now. And it seems as though, from what we're reading into it, he is prob- probably out for the remainder of the season. More than likely, yeah. More than likely. Um, and again, like, listen, I, I'm a big NASCAR fan, and I'm going to kind of compare it to this. One of my favorite NASCAR drivers of all time, Dale Earnhardt Jr. He was a guy that, uh, you know, most popular NASCAR driver in the sport, and and uh, he had to hang it up early because he also was suffering from concussions, and and he he wrote a whole book about it, which I read, and and a lot, you have to take that stuff serious, especially like if you want to, you know, live your life moving forward. Uh, beyond yeah. beyond hockey, like yeah. if, you, if you want to, you know, the rest of your life, if you want to live it in a positive light, and you know, have a family and raise raise a family, um, this is something you have to t- have to take serious. Yeah, and Jacob Vorchek is taking that serious, so that's I you can't fault the guy. No, you absolutely can. I mean, for, if you doing this. yeah, you cannot fault the guy. I mean, head injuries are very serious, especially concussions. Those are no joke. Um, yeah, I mean, you you can't mess around with all that stuff because I mean, it's it could be neck, like head is very general. It could be yeah, it could be neck, um, spine, whatever. So I mean, you don't want to mess around with that, especially in as a sport as physical as the hockey is. So yeah, you don't want to mess around, and uh, yeah, I, I I'm just glad that we finally have an answer to it because there's been so many weeks of speculation, and uh, there's been a handful of people that have put out there like. I think Vorchek is done, and but we had no idea. We we never there's no heard, official we, report. We never heard from him directly, and Jacob Vorchek came out and said, as well in this press conference, that he fully intends on trying to get healthy, trying to get back, and trying to finish out the contract he has with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He has one more year after this season, and uh, you know we we might see him again in a Blue Jackets sweater. We might we we might not. But at least we know exactly what's happening, yeah. and whatever the result is, whatever ends up, ha- I you have all, to respect it. You have like, to respect it, and you have to hope the best. Yeah, because I mean, I get hockey's their livelihood right now. Yeah, it's gonna end. It'll end. It'll gotta, end. And 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 listen, Vorchek has had an incredible career. Uh, originally drafted by the Columbus Blue Jackets, plays you know what ten maybe ten years with the Flyers, yeah. comes back to Columbus. He's played over a thousand games in the National Hockey League. Very respectable career, and uh, you know if if it all comes down to him not playing anymore, you know hats off to you, Vorchek. You had a, a fantastic career, but obviously we hope that that that's not the case, and he can end on his own term. Uh, you don't want to hear him end, you know, on 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 him, something out of his control, out of his control. So, uh, but I do like again, I like the fact that we have a little bit of uh, of answers An answer. to what's been going on here, but. Uh, uh, but so, you know, put, put that aside, you know, and let's get back to, if you're the general manager of the Columbus blue jackets. So Jacob Vorchek makes $8.45 million a year right now. And this is according to Emily Kaplan of ESPN. Columbus might be looking to make some moves in light of the Vorchek news. If it is long-term, uh, Vorchek could go on the LTIR, which would clear up a significant amount of cap space. So mm-hmm. the Blue Jackets could potentially make some type of move here. Uh, granted, with the season we're having, do we have any 
idea or expectation of what this move could be? I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think we do it all. I mean, hopefully, it's something that benefits us. But I mean, yeah. I mean, who know? Who knows? I, genuinely, I I don't have an answer for this, or even if a, it was a even year, a guess of an answer. I don't know what Yarmo is going to do or going to try yeah. and do with this. If we do end up putting Voracek on the long term IR, I don't know. It clears up a lot of cap space, but what what do we do with that cap space at this point in the season? Right. So, like for me, it's especially with like, how we're playing. Yeah, so for me, if it was a year where we were competitive and we were in the conversation to, you know, make a playoff run, which we are not even close to that at all, uh, we're not, listen, this team's not going to do it. it. It is what it is with the amount of injuries we've, we've, we've sustained. Like, this team is not going anywhere this season. I hate to break it to you if you're listening to this podcast. It's not happening. Uh, in terms of, you know, I have officially pulled the plug out. If you heard it here first, you pulled it out a while ago. I did, but I don't think I've ever really said it. the the the, the pug the pug <laughs> the, the plug the plug has been pulled. Um, but yeah, so like if if it was a year where where we were actually competitive and we were in the conversation, um, yeah, like let's let's see what we can do. Like this is a lot of cap space that we could potentially uh, work our way around with Voracek. But at this particular moment, like what are we what are we gonna do? Like uh, I, what's the point at this yeah. point? I I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Regardless, Voracek probably out the rest of the season. Uh, what Yarmo chooses to do here, not sure. Yeah, so. I I don't I don't know what path he's want, wants to take or looking to take. I I don't know what we do next. All right, so this one really was uh, grinding my gears. <laughs> okay, this next this next segment really really pissed me off. All right, uh, it just made its round on Twitter, and you know there are some diehard fans, Blue Jackets fans, that are all for it. There are some fans that are totally against it, and I am on the side of being completely against it. Um, yeah. So the Blue Jackets. Uh, they always they they seem to always play on New Year's Eve at home. I don't know how it always pans out, but for for whatever reason, um, they always seem to have a game on New Year's Eve. Uh, well, it just so happens that the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes are also playing their uh, college playoff game on New Year's Eve as well. <laughs> okay, so. I, I I'm just confused. You want to hit this button? That I don't. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit that they're playing their CFP <laughs> game at night on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I get Columbus is a hockey town or wait, wait, football wait. town. We have to preface what sorry. happened. Yeah, sorry. We don't. Sorry. Yeah, you, you're getting ahead. You kept it, looking at me because you wanted to hit the button. I was itching. You were hitting it. You're itching to hit the. button. I think I was looking for the perfect time and I missed it. And I was just confused at what time you so, wanted to but, hit it. Yeah, we're fine. We'll okay. go. We're going. All right. All right, so the Blue Jackets, again, they play on New Year's Eve a lot. They have the New Year's Eve game. Everyone gets dressed up. They all have a good time. They go they go to Nationwide Arena. They they have at it. Buckeye, Ohio State football, they're playing their, their playoff game on New Year's Eve as well. So the Blue Jackets, have, they, they just announced that they are moving their New Year's Eve game from the 7 p.m. time, time spot to 1 p.m. in the afternoon to accommodate to accommodate Buckeye football. How are the Jackets 
supposed to be taken seriously in the National Hockey League when we move our schedule around Ohio State football. Now, listen, I get, I understand, I'm not stupid, I'm not oblivious to the fact that Columbus is a football town. Yes, it is an Ohio State football town. I am not disagreeing there. I get it. I understand it. But if we as the Columbus Blue Jackets organization continue to get on our get on our knees for Ohio State and all the bullshit they put us through, how are we ever to be taken credibly? Because yeah. like listen here, Ohio State, they don't want us in the horseshoe for a winter classic. They've already made it known. They don't give a shit about it. They're like, oh, it's not winterized. You can't be in here. But, but you know, a year later they say, yeah, we'll, we'll host a college football playoff game in the horseshoe in the middle of fucking winter. Are you kidding me? But it's not winterized. It's not winterized, though. It's but not. We can't do a winter classic or an outdoor game in the horseshoe. The horseshoe's not winterized. But the Blue Jackets continue to get on their knees for Ohio State in every aspect possible. Like, li- listen, I understand. I get it. Ohio State, they run to Columbus. I get it. But God damn it, oh, Blue Jackets, stand up for yourself. Like, you literally had to contact the Chicago Blackhawks and tell them, hey, uh, can we move our game up to 1 o'clock because the Buckeyes play at 7 and it's New Year's Eve and it's a home game and we just want to make sure fans show up to a game. Which, one, that's a whole other fucking issue in and of itself. If you are that yeah. concerned about, I get, like you said, OSU, fuck, OSU it runs Columbus. Football, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I and I could say this without feeling a shadow of guilt. I'm not an Ohio State Buckeye fan. I do not like them. I think their fan base is obnoxious, okay, well, pretentious. Let's also preface it by saying you can't call out our listenership. Sorry, right? I love the listeners, but you you grew up as an Indiana fan. Yeah. So let's just go with Sorry, that. Sorry, I'm not trying to yeah. offend our listeners, but I mean, yeah. dude, it's I we were talking about this earlier. I don't know, like you said, how we can take ourselves seriously as a franchise. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Wings, I get Detroit and Ann Arbor are a little bit farther apart, so they're not they're not in the same city. But the Red Wings would never like the Michigan has a CFP game. Yeah. I don't know if it's new, is it New Year's Eve. I think they both are. I'm not sure. I think one is a four o'clock. One's an either way. Either way, they the Red Wings would not shit. move the game. No, would not move the game time for the University of Michigan. So, no. well, like, if anything, that should be a big night for Columbus sports. It's like you got the Blue Jackets at home on New Year's Eve, and you got the Buckeyes at home on New right? Year's Eve. Pick your poison. What do you want to go to? Like, exactly. Like, you get to pick. And I mean, if they're that worried about fans coming to games or for the blue jackets we have a bigger problem to worry about yeah like if we're that worried that having another event going on in columbus is going to affect the number of fans in nationwide on new year's eve we have a bigger problem on our fucking hands so here's the quote here's the quote from the, the from the columbus blue jackets um as they released it today they said new year's eve is going to be a special day for Ohio sports fans, and moving our game to the afternoon will allow our fans to not miss a minute of Blue Jackets hockey or the excitement of college football playoffs this evening. 
Are you kidding get- me? Are you fucking kidding me? Give a shit. I don't give a shit. That is a joke to me. That is an absolute joke. Listen, the the Forbes list really struck a nerve with me. So Forbes came out with this is a whole it's not even on the show flow. Sorry, Braden. <laughs> I'm just ranting at this point. So Forbes came out with like every year they come out with NHL team values, right? Yeah. The Columbus Blue Jackets were second from the bottom. We're not even like mid pack, nothing. At this point, what are we doing as a franchise? What are we doing? We're bowing to the knee of a collegiate team in this city. I listen uh, again. I'm an Ohio State fan. I get it. But also the Columbus Blue Jackets are a professional team in the city. Like respect yourself. Yeah. Respect yourself as a team in at this point. Like what are we doing? Because every single year. We just OSU. We keep we keep we just getting, get by. Yeah, we mm. again. We're second from the bottom in terms of actual value within the league. Like we're talking like <laughs> all these other teams that we think that we were better than. We're not. No, we're not in terms of like value. You I mean, know? after this, fuck. Put us we at have, the bottom. We have a Holy great. Shit. We have a great. We have a great fan base. But I don't think the organization gives two shits. It's, I mean, that seems to be a reoccurring theme with professional Ohio sports teams. I'm not going to get into that. But still, I mean, it, it's just... And I'm sorry if you're a diehard OSU fan that also happens to like hockey. Didn't mean to offend you. But, I mean, that is so soft by this organization. So soft. To absolute... Yeah, it's... Ugh, yeah, it's it's it's... It's dumb. Listen, it's it, uh, it's if, bullshit. I'm if, sorry. If the if it was a two way street and the Buckeyes sucked, sh- no, not sucked. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> if the Buckeyes cared about the Blue Jackets, great. You know, we have a mutual amic amic. I can't say the word amic amicable amicable. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I've too many whiskeys. Uh, if it was a two way street and we all w- were working together. There we go. Instead of saying that word. Amicable. Yeah, we're all working together as, you know, one city. Great. I would understand it. But the Buckeyes don't give two shits about the Columbus Blue Jackets at all. They don't. They don't care. They really don't care. And the Blue Jackets just all the time get on their knees for the Buckeyes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's sad. It's sad. It's a bad look. (laughs) It's a really bad look for the city, for the franchise. Listen, like, goddamn. We're a National Hockey League team. We are a professional sports organization in the city of Columbus like, getting bossed like, around by what, like, a collegiate university, collegiate program. What other examples? So we have the University of Michigan, right? Detroit and Michigan would never do that. Never Detroit do that. would never do that for the University of Michigan. USC would never do that for the Kings. Flip that. Or the Kings would never do that for USC. Yeah, exactly. There you, you go. know what I meant. That you know if i didn't fix it the, the listeners would <laughs> you fixed it i appreciate uh, it <laughs> um who who else <laughs> i don't know there's other teams out there there's absolutely other teams rangers would never do that for rutgers rutgers would one <laughs> never fucking be in the cfp <laughs> regardless if it happened which would be a miracle they still wouldn't do it no oh that would be that's like dallas stars would not fucking do that for tcu no they wouldn't at all they would not we like what are we doing as an organization? It's a it's an embarrassment. It's a joke. 
Yeah, OSU. Yeah, it's it's. I think personally, it's be, a bad look. Listen, you can be an Ohio State fan. I am an Ohio State fan. I root for the Buckeyes. Boo! But Jesus Christ, man! Like Blue Jackets, what are we doing? Like we're again, like that Forbes list really was something that came out to me where it's like we are towards the bottom of this fucking league in terms of everything, everything, income, like ticket sales. All this bullshit. And maybe that's what they've... I mean, I'm not being dumb. Maybe that's something that got pulled up by OSU to CBJ. I mean... But still, that's just shitty to have to hear that we have... That this team, the Blue Jackets, have been in the city of Columbus for 22... Or this is 23 years? 22, something like that. This is for over 20 years now. Yeah. And we still don't have the grounds, the confidence as an organization to be like, yeah, fuck you. We're not moving this game time. Yeah. That is piss fucking poor. Piss poor. Piss, piss poor. poor. And again, if you're an Ohio State fan, which we all are in Central Ohio, besides you, Brendan, because you have family ties to Indiana. Who's your daddy, baby? Relax. I get it. Like, I, I root for the Buckeyes as much as anybody. But I also want the Blue Jackets to have a little bit of respect in this damn city, and we do not have that. No, we don't. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's my rant. That got... That just... Got me going. Yeah. I have should. learned quickly. As should. I have learned quickly. You got hot buttons. I you do. got hot topics. I do. I do. Well, I think sometimes you just get going before you know what you're even oh, mad I, about oh, sometimes. Oh, as soon as I saw this shit happen today on Twitter, I was like, oh, thank God. God, we're doing a podcast today. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. All right. Let's do... Uh, <laughs> we're getting social. <laughs> we're getting social. All right. That's it. That I mean, Listen. Again, I love Ohio State. I'm a Buckeye fan. I'm just saying, oh, Blue Jackets, respect yourself a little bit more. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... About sums it up. All right, let's get social. Let's. We yeah. have questions that need to be answered, and also we know everything. We know everything. We do know everything. That's why we have a podcast. We're so smart guys. <laughs> have a podcast. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna answer answer your questions. So not only did we do uh, Twitter today, we I did put something up on the Instagram we did story. The Instagram. I've Braden. I've given you the green lights. Just take over Instagram. You, you know, and I. I'm looking at it as my child. I have to nurture yeah, it. Yeah, you have to nurture. You know, I want to make sure it knows who uh, I am, knows my voice, knows <laughs> yeah. my face. You know, I'm all over yeah. it. So if you, yeah. have, if you have not followed the CBJ Artillery on Instagram, please do, because you will get to see Braden's face a lot more. Yeah, and I'm I'm not hard to look at. I'll you're, be honest. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories. I may come off cocky. You're, def- you're definitely a cocky Never Not mind. hard to look at. But yeah, so <laughs> if you guys don't normally look for the uh, Let's Get Social question whatever on Instagram start looking every yeah. Wednesday cuz listen we have we got 23 4000 followers on Twitter so we typically ask a lot of the the, the let's go social over there yeah and i think we have like 18, 18 19 18 point something in, on Instagram Instagram so we we don't ask a lot over there not to say that's not a lot of followers that's still yeah followers. 18 <laughs> what the fuck uh, but no we're going to start doing it more often Braden you are in charge of this now so yeah. on Instagram every week I want yeah. you to like start doing this. Yeah, so say you don't have Twitter or you're on Instagram more often, I would yeah. start looking for that. It'll typically be on an Instagram story, but yeah, because I mean it has the question filter, but yeah, start looking for yeah. that on Wednesdays too. 
do it. But yeah, so um, time to get social. Let's get um, social, baby. Let's answer some questions. Let me find a good first question. Um, We're having radio silence. Like Right now, Kyle and Warren would already be reading some questions. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I should have been better prepared. No silence. This is allowed. <clears throat> Um, okay, I guess we can we can start off with this one. Okay. Uh from Danny Wolf at Danny Wolf seven. Okay. Do we consider trading a goalie? If so, which one and why? <laughs> well uh, I figured this would give us some content. This is great content because uh we're also I shouldn't say, but we're also watching the Buffalo game. We're not talking about it right hey, now. Hey, I'm cutting you off now. Okay. More to come later. More to come later. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I will say, listen, at the start of the season, Elvis, not great. Sucked. You can say sucked. Sucked. Corpy came in. He kind of brought some stability. He brought some, uh, what do you, you're giving me a look like he didn't. I, I mean, I think he started off better, but I still think he's been hit or miss. I mean, giving up three, four goals a he's game. He's been hit or miss, but I would say he's been more consistently better. Yeah, okay. This yeah, year. Yeah. And I also, it's kind of like, what if, listen, Corpy has, he was the understudy of Sergei Bobrovsky, and Bobrovsky was a good goaltender. Mm -hmm. And also, after Bob left, Corpy kind of took that role. And he did very well. Corpy, uh, he was, you know, he he got voted voted into the All-Star game before he got hurt. Mm -hmm. And then Elvis kind of took that role after he got hurt. Um, but I think we've seen glimpses of, of, of Corpy doing a pretty damn good job. Yeah. So... Is he asking me like if, if it's between Corpy or Elvis? Like uh, I'm I'm gonna decide for Danny Wolf. I would throw Tarasov in that mix since he's had a decent amount of time. Yeah, Tarasov looks good. But I would say Tarasov out of Taras Elvis Tarasov, Elvis or Corpy. Do we make a trade with one of them? And if we do, which one of them are we getting rid of? Ah, uh, listen, it comes down to like the, the league and who somebody wants at this point. Like, yeah, and I'm going to be honest. I don't think anybody wants any of, of our, our goalies are looking very attractive. <laughs> well, like anybody wants anybody. Uh, I, listen, like Elvis has been propelled into the faces of all of us as fans in terms of like the face of our franchise. And like we've seen what he's done at the beginning of this year. It just has not worked or panned no. out at all. Corpy has, I feel like, come out and, Come what? Wow! Easy! Wow! Wow! This is family friendly. <laughs> yeah, Corpy has propelled himself into the, like this the the, uh, the limelight and made himself a little you know better, a little uh, more sus sustainable. And, yeah, uh, I, I, I like what I see out of Corpy. Yeah. Tarasov has also been pretty promising as well. Yeah, I will uh, say I just don't I don't have an answer there. I, I in terms of like cap space and. And what we could do, I, Elvis, maybe, if we yeah. could trade him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll say one thing. You kind of covered all of it. Um, if we were to make a trade, I think you trade Elvis. I think his stock has dropped ever since that 2019 season. Yeah. I think Tarasov is an untouchable. He's a good, I wouldn't necessarily say untouchable, but we'd have to be getting a lot. He's a good young goalie. That has showed a lot of promise in the moments promise. he's been, in the games he's been up. I mean, yeah. I he showed a Inexperienced because he's young. He's a young guy. I wouldn't necessarily chalk up some of his worst perform, some of his not as good performances to him being bad. But yeah, it's, it, listen, like if yeah, 
Because Tarasov was brought into a very difficult situation. situation. Like, a very difficult situation. Like, we're talking about one of the, I don't know, like, in terms of the past five, six years, probably one of the worst years the Blue Jackets have had in, in terms of that, like, four, five, six years. Like, we just haven't seen a year where we have been underperforming so much. Yeah. Um, so Tarasov is brought in brought into this situation like you can't fault him for some no, of the losses not at like, all. but i would say the first game he came out he played in madison square garden and he did Play, very well played his nuts off he got a win what was it four to one i think it was maybe? four one and i think and then i mean even outside of that game he saw what i think was the most shots yeah seen by a rookie or most saves by a rookie. it was something like that he saw yeah. Saw forty yeah. something shots. So Tarasov has a lot of potential, yeah. a lot of a lot of promise. Corpusala, we know what he can do when he's not hurt or has a lagging injury, which I think uh, for the pr- previous couple of years, I believe that he had he had something nagging at him where he yeah. could not perform to his fullest ability. Elvis is right now my main concern. Yeah, like that's what it is. All right. Well, yeah. Moving on from that one. Uh, from Joseph Why Garrett. are you holding your mic like that? That's uh, a little more comfortable. I don't know that it's best for audio quality, though. I'm in this bitch. Okay. Um, uh, coming from Joseph Garrigan at Joseph Garrigan, uh, looking at some of our younger guys in our farm system and the stellar seasons they've been having with their respective clubs, how do you think their point production currently will translate to playing in the NHL? And I'm assuming that's a reference in, in reference to, is it, What's his name? Dumay? Dumay's? Jordan Dumay, yeah. Dumay. Uh, um, yeah, no, Jordan Dumay is killing it right now. Yeah. Um, is he the guy with the TikTok hair you guys talked about last week? The fuckboy haircut? Yeah, that wears number 69? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he, think he'll, I think he'll be an that. all-star solely off those two stats yeah, alone. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's on pace to like break a lot of records in the league he's in, but yeah, yeah. He, Jordan Dumay is killing it right now. Was he in CHL? KHL? No, he's in none, none of those. I don't. I I couldn't tell you. He's with the uh, Halifax Meese Mooseheads. That one Mooseheads Meese. <laughs> well, Meese Mooseheads. What, what, what is a Meese? Uh, it's the plural of moose. I believe. I don't think that's accurate. I'm gonna petition for it to be. But okay, yeah. Anyway, I I don't know, man. Like that's a tough question. I'm hesitant to say because, like, you know, there's a lot of players that you have a lot of high expectations with, and they don't pan out in the National Hockey League, like a Bimstrom. Easy. Uh, just saying, you know, easy. Um, so I, that's a very deep question that I would have to do a lot of more research on. Uh, but I, I, if you're talking about like a Jordan Dumay, like, yeah, man, like he's, he's showing a lot of promise and, you know, and, and there are small guys in the national hockey league. Jordan Dumay is like, I think five, eight right now, one, a buck 65. Yeah. We looked this up last week. He's yeah, not, like, he's not a, he's not a big guy. guy, but at the same time, you also, we have a Johnny Gaudreau that, has that same ability, that same that same stature, and and absolutely kills it every night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. That's a deep question, and I I don't have an answer. Sorry to right really put you on your heels there. Yeah. And, uh, if I had maybe like less drinks tonight, I could maybe <laughs> answer that coherently. But yeah, I mean, if I'm going based off of Dume right now, I mean, I think based off his TikTok ability and his hairstyle. In the number choice solely. 69. That guy, to me, should be a perennial (laughs) all-star. Yeah, there you go. But, um, no, in actuality, I think that... I think him scoring that many points in the league he's in shows he might be a little bit above 
the skill level in that league, and I think we won't necessarily find out how well it translates until he goes up to the next step, whatever it is, from whatever league he's in. I don't... I would just like to or say... Or maybe he's just riding a hot streak. I mean, every not like... He's not. He's consistently incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah I think I think you put him... It, I don't know if it has anything to do with his contract or something that's above our pay grade to know. We're, we don't know shit like that. Um, but, so, yeah. I mean, I think he needs to take that next step up into the next... Oh well, yeah, like, level. no, he will. Like, so we can get a better, yeah, yeah. So, so we can get a better so read. He, he, yeah. So he's, you know, he just signed his entry level contract with the Jackets. Yeah, we'll see him in training camp probably next season. Uh, he might be with the Cleveland Monsters probably next season, I would imagine. Um, but beyond that, yeah, he's he's got to finish out with the Halifax Mooseheads, and from there, you know, we'll we'll see him do what he can do. Uh, but yeah, that. In terms of other players that you maybe you may you might be referencing, couldn't tell you right now because he's the one guy on my radar where I'm most excited about. So, Jordan Dume. Jordan, yeah, big. And fan it's also of him. my first name. Did you know that? Way to make it about you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. I always make it about me. Um, you know, Jordan, I know you're not a big fan <laughs> of the global series, but um, from oh, Instagram's a lot harder to figure out the names of these people. Yeah. Um, You'll get there. You'll get it. You know, I'll, I might have to shout him out after I read. Oh, um, at the dot adventures dot of dot the dot hunter. Probably change your yeah. Too much Instagram punctuation handle. in that name it sounds absolutely terrible. I would not want to be your friend. I don't know if that's supposed to be right in succession. I don't know. Yeah, but don't anyway, know. from him, okay, them, him. Jesus <laughs> if you could have a global series game anywhere, where would it be and why? Oh my god, this is this is too deep. I'm too many whiskeys deep. Come on, these are good. This. You can't you can't not answer questions. Oh, I'm too I've had too many drinks tonight. Anywhere? Yeah, I'd probably I would do it. You know what? If it was a global series, I would do it on Lake Erie, right there north of Cleveland, on the lake. It's such a dumb. I would set answer. up. I would set up gr- stands. On Lake Erie, right outside of Cedar Point. Do you realize how unsafe that is? I don't care. We'd lose a lot of good men and women. I don't think probably we, children. I don't think we would. Children, I'm okay with losing. Yo, it's, you know, you're okay with putting that out on the national airwaves? They're annoying. You know, you know, grow up. All right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just say. Yeah, I guess. I mean, are you? You're doubling down on Lake Erie. Maybe. I mean, come on. Like, set up some grandstands. Some some stadium seating in the middle of Lake Erie, like maybe like a mile off the shores. That'd be dope as fuck. You gotta stop drinking during these podcasts. No, man. come on, it, 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 come it, on, it, come on. It'd be it'd be frozen over. Like we're talking probably like seven, eight, nine inches of of ice. That's enough to to, to like sustain yeah, a, an ice rink and also some bleachers out there. Maybe. Yeah, so doubling down on Lake Erie. I don't know. I would say I'll say somewhere out in uh hold on. I would say somewhere out in Western Europe, you know, where hockey's kind of a big thing out there. I feel like you could get a big international crowd. Okay. Well, that's great answer, Braden. You said fucking Lake Erie. I don't want to hear <laughs> shit from you. <laughs> I'm saying I regret asking that question. Um Yeah, you're the one that asked it. Shut up. If Jake oh, sorry. Um from Travis at TK underscore Trav. 
if Jake and Tex don't return next year, what move or moves would you like to see Yarmo make? Okay, I I, I like to say I like. You're not this drunk question. enough for this question. <laughs> well, I might be. Well, it depends on my answer here. I, <laughs> right. Again, I'm. It's there's no research off of this. It's just we're just going with it. Uh, no, good, good. It's a good question because I mean, Jacob Voracek would free up about eight point five million dollars of cap space if he doesn't return. You know, barring you know, we have to obviously move some shit around. Uh, Tex. I don't know about Texas. Tex, I think Texas is already off the books. I don't know. Yeah, he's I, not. He's not a part of the Jackets anymore that I know of in terms of like we, contractually. Yeah, uh, we might have some rights there. I, yeah, I would we know. have first rights to him if he came back? Maybe. Uh, but you know, put all that aside, I would say that you know if the Jackets clear up that amount of cap space, we're talking maybe you know eight to ten million dollars. Give me a forward. Give me a, a, a first-line forward guy. Um, and also, I would like to maybe work on some some of our def- defense if possible. Um, but, yeah, to me, I want to concentrate on bringing, bringing in a true number one center. Number one center. Yeah, that's that, been a big heart that, for you that, all season. That's what I want. That's all I want. Fuck, I think we need a goalie. <laughs> eh, and may- maybe. What do you mean, eh? Maybe. I don't know. I think Corpy's our guy. Not Elvis. <laughs> I don't think either not, of them has necessarily Elvis. stood out. No. Um. All right. So let me go back to the Instagram, see if there's any actual good ones. Sorry, guys. You guys kind of lacked on the Instagram ones today. Oh, I guess this one's not bad. Um. At a buyer, a beer seven. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that on Instagram. Uh, you guys' outlook for the rest of the season? Question mark. How we feel it. Not great. Who is it? Who is it? Who's, a, who's a beer? Andrew Beyer beer. Andrew, Andrew beer. Andrew Beyer. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> it is not it's good not at great. all. Uh, yeah. I, at this point, the Blue Jackets, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to the playoffs this year. Um, I think I like Johnny Gaudreau will have a good season. I think uh, I think he'll put up maybe close to 100 points this year. I you're still sticking with that? I don't know. I think he's on pace for it. Yeah, he is still pretty high. No, he's, he's on, on he's pace had multiple for it. point games a lot. Yeah, recently. Oh, oh, um, Johnny Hockey's like carrying any type reason. of, of yeah. momentum this team has every night. Um, but yeah, all in all, like I, if the question is how's this team going to do, it's it's done. I'm like, going to be honest. I'm not hopeful. No, not at hopeful. All. I think if we are, I think if we are five hundred, that'll be a miracle. Yeah, no, I mean that is a God's hand on the CBJ organization miracle, which is crazy because like we finished five hundred last year and we had a lot of promise last year. We had a lot of potential last year. Like there was like Brad Larson's first year as our head coach and like in a rebuild season we finished five hundred and we just come out this year and it's just like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, especially last year with a team on paper that is worse than the team we have this year. Yeah. Granted, we are fighting fucking, what, seven injuries at this We're point We're fighting still? injuries, but at this point, like, the team is self, besides, like, Zach Warinsky, like... And, uh, who else? I mean, we're not, like, too far off of who, like, we should... And Voracek, and yeah. Yeah, uh, Danforth, still out. I mean, but, out. like, Danforth wasn't an integral part about last season, but, like... Yeah, but season, he was a like, decent part of last season. Nah... Decent. 
I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I'm not super positive. I'll be honest. I'd like to sit here and say, yeah, no, I think into the new year we're going to turn it around. <laughs> I have no expectation of it. I mean, fuck. We are not. No. We'll do that. All right, let's get away from, I feel like we've gotten pretty down. Uh, let's do some lighthearted questions. To kinda, What do we have here? We got a couple of them. Uh, from Michael Neff at Michael Neff 44, front of the pod. Front of the pod. Um, there's a typo in this one. Come on now, Michael. He's probably drunk. <laughs> when are you starting to shop for Christmas gifts? Before the 24th or the earliest on the 24th? What's your take on that? Uh, so I will say that I, I personally only have to, I only, so like, me and my brothers, we have an agreement, never buy Christmas gifts for us. Like, just fuck that. It's stupid. Like each other or your fa- no, you don't get Christmas gifts for, from anyone? For, for me and my brothers. Like, okay. we, like, we don't buy shit for anybody, in ter- or any of us. Um, so we, all we do is we buy stuff for my mo- for a mom and dad. And usually it's like the day before. The day, or like two really? days. Really? Two days before. No. But like, it's usually like a gift card somewhere, like. Oh, come I on. Like, I don't know. To your, me, like, your parents. Like, to me, like, gifts are so cheesy. No. They're so cheesy. If you know what somebody that you truly appreciate and love and enjoy love. having in your life, if you truly know what they enjoy, a gifts aren't cheesy. You find something that you know. No. They're absolutely, dude. They're so cheesy. No, you're not. Gifts so you're are telling me right now. To tell. You're telling me right now. Say, I bought you. A game worn, autographed, OG Rick Nash jersey. Okay, you look me in my eyes and be like, "This is a cheesy fucking gift." All right, well, if you bought that for me, I'd love. Yeah, you. exactly. I would love you forever. That's it. See, <laughs> I buy my gifts before the twenty fourth. Okay, I haven't finished my shopping yet. I but guess I, do. I just don't know. <clears throat> I just don't know. My you don't know your parents <laughs> well enough. Apparently, apparently not. Whose fault is that, though? I don't know. On you, I guess. I, I don't know. Make more of an effort, man. Like, I, my, my mom likes Longerburger baskets and Yankee candles. She likes what baskets? Longerburger. That's not a word, I feel You've like. You've never heard of Longerburger? Longerburger? Longerburger. 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 You've never heard of... Half our listenership is going to cuss you out. Like, you don't... You've never heard of Longerburger baskets... What the fuck? Are those? Oh, oh you tell God. me the kind of basket you are showing your your age right now in terms of how young. Sorry, you guys, are. I'm 22. Yeah. <laughs> is oh that a laundry God. basket? No. <laughs> is it um? Let's is it one it. of those baskets? No. That's not even a basket. A hamper. That's a that's got handles. It's a fucking basket. All right, relax. Uh, no, longer burger is like a like a, a ba- like a basket. <laughs> you just pointed to that instead of no, basket. No, pointed to that. Is that a longer burger no, basket? No, it's not. Then why would you point to it? It's like one. <sighs> Have you ever seen a basket before? I'm looking at two of them right, right. now. <laughs> so longer burger is based out of Newark, Ohio. Have you ever Na- seen Newark? Have you ever seen the giant longer burger building? Like the is it's a shaped uh, like a basket. If I don't know what longer burger is, what makes you think I've seen the building? You're telling me you've never seen the giant building that's shaped like a basket in Newark, Ohio. I've seen the giant building in Ohio that's shaped like Google a picnic it. no basket. That's what that is. Oh, is that what it is? That's Longerburger. 
Dumbass. You just said fucking picnic basket. It's a, it's a longer burger basket. It's a picnic basket. It's longer burger basket. Long story short, Jordan doesn't know his parents, and I buy my gifts I before know, the 24th. I know that my mother loves longer burger baskets, and she has like 200. And so like, get her 201, you selfish fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think they're fair, actually huh? a company anymore because the daughters ran it into the ground after. <laughs> I'll look it up later. No, All right. no, look it up now. Let's do some fact check. I don't even know how to fucking spell it. Long, long, our burger. Long, uh, oh, right here. It's right there, you fucking dumbass. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. It's okay, man. I forgive you. That's the building. That's exactly what I told you. That's the building. Oh shit! It (laughs) caught fire. They're in Nurkahaya. Oh wait, no, fake picture. That's a fake picture. It says right there, fake picture. All right. Anyway, next question. But they make like they have like twenty thousand different types of like basket styles. My mom was all about it. So, long story short, I, I could buy her one of those, but I don't even know if they exist anymore. You probably find one somewhere on the on the well, they on the ex- web. Well, yeah, I could find one, but like I don't know if they like. She probably already has it. Yeah, you know, if she does, she can return it. Okay. All right. Uh, this one, I'm gonna be honest. I wish the other guys were here for, but I think it would also be funnier that we now get to answer this for them. That's the that's that. So that's that's yeah. They're not here, so now we can make fun this of them. This is their fault. Yeah, it's all their fault. And they don't listen to the episodes they're not on They anyway. don't at Selfish all. bastards. They don't even listen to the can ones Can I say bastards on this? Yes. If I can say fuck, I can say We've bastards. We've already right? said fuck twice. Okay. It, uh, DK2's exclusive private society. I want to join. Um, At condescending DK, who would play friend each of, of the pod, you? by the way. Is he friend of the pod? My he was, apologies. He was, he was standing next to Stu. Oh, yeah. No, he was the one that said the podcast got better when I got on it. I know exactly who that is. I love him. Friend of friend of Bryson. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, who would play each of you in a big budget Hollywood biopic? Also, side note for Warren, who's not here, unfortunately. Choose someone other than Samuel Rukin, please. So I will say this. I don't know who Samuel Rukin is. I don't is. know. I clicked on no his account idea. to try and get an idea, and it's just a picture of Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. So I would say if Warren was to be portrayed by somebody in a movie, it would be Colin Mockery from uh, <laughs> uh, what's the show? Uh, whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? Is that like a, like a physical looks thing or a 100%. humor thing? Both. Is it a... Yeah. They're, <laughs> both, they're both quirky and like... Colin Mockery is literally Warren in, in 10 years. <laughs> in 10? <laughs> in 10. Oh, I'm dead sure. In 10. Yes. You realize how old Colin Mockery is, I'm right? well aware, but that's Warren in 10 years. Right. Not even enough. like 30. I have a hot take for Tyler that I don't know if you'll agree with, and it could be a product of I haven't known him that long. All right. I think Michael Sarah would play a good Tyler. Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, you could uh, Maybe. Like I said, I I haven't known. I've met them in passing. I haven't really known any of these guys that well. You've, super you've been long. on the podcast the past month and a half. Yeah, but I mean, like I hang out with them Wednesday nights. That's it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, shit. I don't know. I feel like you. Uh, I want to go Justin Bieber. Don't say that. He's not an actor. Go actor. Don't go no, singer. Go actor. He's acted. Because if I want somebody to play me in a Justin biopic. Justin Bieber has acted before. In what? Name me one acting credit that Justin Bieber has. I don't know. It, fuck I off. know he has. So, no, we're going actors. Strictly actors. I don't fucking know. Are you kidding me? Just cause, Well, Justin Bieber doesn't act. That's You're just saying that because I'm young, handsome, okay, well, charming, relax. and I sing. 
Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> All those are not why I'm saying that. But I'm just saying that because like he has a shitty mustache and goatee, <laughs> and like he wears his hat backwards. Hey, and I, that that's kind of what I'm saying. I make that. the shitty mustache and goatee look phenomenal. Okay, well, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with this bad of facial hair look this fucking good. Yeah, and that's Justin Bieber. No, fuck yes. off. Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of. You know, you can't, you can't name Tom your, Selleck. Okay. Um, well, you can't name yourself. So uh, a young Clint Eastwood. No, it's done. Uh, for you, I'm going to agree with the folks that have said it to you. Oh my God. <laughs> I think Jonah Hill would play a great Jordeck. All right. Relax. All right. What about, what about, um, Kyle? We, we haven't touched Kyle yet. I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I'm trying to think. I have no idea. This is I'm trying to think solely based off of physical attributes cuz like I yeah. said um <sighs> Kyle I don't know. Yeah, I have no I have I have no answer for Kyle, I'm going to be honest. I think Kyle would somehow play himself in uh, a biopic. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that you think that's a Quality answer. I I have no. If you don't have a better one, I don't my answer is no, the better one. I don't have one regardless, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> All right. Well, that question yeah. wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. Yeah. We need them here. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. Right. Um. You want to do one more? Or you want to? We can do another one. Let's do one. It's fine. Uh. Actually, I'm gonna do two more because this one I enjoy. Um. From Jake G, parentheses, snake, close parentheses, at snake Geringer, is Johnny him? Gaudreau? And I I explained the concept of him to you recently. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah, Johnny is him. I think he is him. But you also, no, wait, wait one second. You said that Bibstrom was There could be multiple hymns no, on the same team. No, there can't be. See, you don't get to make no. the rules from a guy who just learned the concept three weeks ago. I are, But I grasped the concept of it, and from what you explained to me, you can't have more than one hymn. No, you can You ha- literally said that Bibstrom was him, and that's so far from you him. You can have... That I've, I'm not, him is so... Is, not even close. You to can that. absolutely have more than one hymn. No, absolutely have more than one hymn. You cannot. Because you can have people that have him. Oh, great! All twenty-three players of the Blue Jackets are him. Can you let me talk? You can have multiple people that have him-like tendencies, <sighs> like Benstrom. Okay, great. I'll I, I will backtrack my statement. That doesn't necessarily make them him. I would say Johnny Gaudreau is him, but I think Benstrom had him-like tendencies. He had moments where he possibly Whoa. could evolve into him. You know what I'm saying? But he's not him then. Ten- no, that's what I'm saying. I'm retracting. Tendencies don't equal him. Yeah, but it's it, a matter of if he's him, he's yeah, him. It's like him like tendencies. Great. Tendencies are not a quality of being him. I'm not though. explaining youthful concepts to somebody who's in their 60s. I'm not in my 60s. Damn near. So All right. Not even close. Um. So 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 you're wrong. Is what, I'll what admit that Benstrom didn't necessarily... Play as well as the first couple games. He didn't. He wasn't as consistent, but I don't think he played bad. I'm never backtracking on that. That's great. Well, you're wrong, and that's fine. But Johnny Gaudreau was him, yes. All right, last one. We'll end on this one. Um, would you rather the Jackets never make it to the... Oh, sorry. I'll finish the question, then say who it's from. Would you rather the Jackets never make it to the Cup Finals 
or make it to game seven once and lose. And that's from <sighs> Linda at CBJ Bookworm. So never make it to the cup finals. Never make it once, but only ever get there once and make it to game seven, but lose. Okay. Right, let me read this. Let me see it. Which, Go ahead. Where's it at? It's, uh, oh, you scrolled it. I didn't. You hit it. It's right there. All right. Would you rather the Jackets never make it to the cup finals or make it to game seven and lose? I guess, I mean, I would say make it to game seven and lose. Like, right? Like, you. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, it's better to be in the finals than to never be in it once. Because yeah. then what do you have to show? Yeah. So, like, yeah, we made yeah. it one time. Yeah, we made it. We made it all the way to game seven, and unfortunately we lost, but we made it there. Yeah. So, I'll take it that. It's far cry from this season. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll take This I'll, season I'll, ain't ever making yeah. it to a cup. This season ain't even making it to the end of the season. That makes sense. Right. They're yeah, not going to, but, but you know. Yeah, I mean whatever. I think, I think that's it for getting social. Yeah, no, we're done here. All right. Nothing else nothing else to talk about. Not not much to talk about. <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Uh, what sucks, Braden? The Columbus Blue Jackets, specifically <laughs> on Wednesday, <laughs> December seventh, yeah, against the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, so we fucking this thing fucking sucks. It's, it's, it's pretty brutal. It's pretty brutal. Uh, yeah. So like during this whole episode, we we've been watching the Columbus Blue Jackets for first the Buffalo Sabers, and it is currently. Nine to nine to four, <laughs> nine to four. Nine, <laughs> about two minutes four. forty-five seconds left in the third. We're talking about a hockey game that is nine to four. <laughs> and mind you, yeah. six of those <laughs> happened in the first fucking period, yeah. with four of them coming from one guy. Yeah, buddy, Tage Thompson. Fuck him, but good for him. Good, at the same time, good for Tage Thompson. A career Thompson, evening for this kid. Which, you know, good for that guy. Good good for him. Had a hat trick Yeah, 12 minutes into the game. He had four goals in but, the first period. But a hat trick 12 yeah. minutes into yeah. the fucking game. Yeah. And we have four goals on 23 shots. That wins you on any normal team, that wins you 95% of your hockey games. That should win you a lot of games. With the Jackets, Doesn't. that loses you 90% of your hockey games. Which, like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm scratching my head. Like, how does that happen? Dude! I so, don't know. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, and I, I tweeted it out. I tweeted it one hour ago, what like while we're watching this hockey game, and my tweet was Larson should not have a job after this game. And yeah. I still I stand behind that. An hour later, you still stand behind that. <laughs> An hour later, I would hope your convictions aren't changing. <laughs> they're not changing at all. Uh, to me, this is a, an absolute embarrassment. 
I don't care if Larson is a good guy. You know, I'm sure Larson's a great person. I'm sure he's a great human being. I'm sure, you know, whatever. He, he is He is who he is. But at this particular moment in time, give me John Tortorella back in Columbus because I do not, I do not like Brad Larson in the slightest. Give me, now this might be a hot take here. All right. Give me one of those inflatable men in front of car dealerships. That might be able to run a team better than Brad Larson. The inflatable willing. The crazy, wacky, arm-waving, inflatable tube man. Yeah. I love those those things. I love them too. And I genuinely think, I don't know. I feel like those... I don't know. Those things really... Like, I, look at how... You can literally see on TV, granted it's a Wednesday, but look at how fucking empty that arena is. Well, there's 40 seconds left in the game, but yeah, I mean, it's, people have definitely been leaving the game a long time before this. If you are still sitting in the arena, 40 seconds left good in the game, for, good for you. props to you. I'll good be honest. How many, nine, how many $14 beers have you had? Because a lot of them. Because I'm going to tell you, if I was at this game at the moment, I would not remember being at that game. No. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. I would be paying for all the $14 beers. Well, And I mean, maybe not all of them. It's a lot of money. But well, no, like we'd be paying for them, but we wouldn't remember. Yeah, my <laughs> I it wouldn't hurt me until... Oh, I thought the they next just morning. I thought they hit double digits. We wouldn't remember until the next morning because... Oh, Corpy. Nice save. No time left. <laughs> God, fuck. Was it, was it Corpy Elvis? Corpy? Corpy got yanked. Corpy got yanked halfway through the first period. Yeah. After giving up four goals uh-huh. in 12 minutes, because Tage had the first, the second, and the fourth. Corpy got yanked after 12 minutes after giving up four goals. And then Elvis played the rest of the first period, played the entire second period. Elvis. Also gave up five goals. Yeah. And then Corpy came back and finished the third. Are we sure that Corpy came back? Dude, who the fuck else on the roster wears number 70 and has long gingerish hair? That's fair. Corpy. But yeah, I mean... uh, I'm just at a loss for words. It's bad. That's really bad. If Brad... I know we, we haven't really harped on this probably since the Finland trip. I think yeah. it's, we've maybe mentioned it in passing. Well, yeah. But if like, Brad Larson listen, has a job by... Fuck, at the end of tomorrow. Yeah. What are we doing as an organization? You go out there and get beat 9-4 to four in a game where the... Uh, dude, yeah. You you go. Um, yeah, no, like... To, yeah, to, so, like, to piggyback off what you're saying, like, a lot of the Blue Jackets' problems have stemmed from injuries, right? Like, there's no question. Like, we, we have, at, at one point, we had, like, $34 million worth of our players on the injury reserve, on, on the IR. And, like, there's a, there's a, you know, you can't fault the coach being the issue. Um, but I will say at, at, at the beginning of the season, you know, it, we were also losing games by a substantial amount to where you could 
blame the coach. And then all of a sudden we had all, we had all these injuries, so you really couldn't blame the coach. And now we're back to where, like, you know, we're, we're not like we have we have a line A back because Rose here, Elvis is also here. Um, we have we have a, we we have a majority of our guys back beyond like you know, you know some guys that are just like I mean Zach Warinsky whatever you know it, hey, it, uh, it, it is what it is there, but we're sitting here and we lose what not nine to three tonight nine to four nine the to fourth four, goal nine goal is four? fucking important nine, nine four sounds a hell of a lot better than nine three right nine to four. Uh, yeah. And I will say, I think that Larson's job has still always been not necessarily the most secure. I think, I think a band aid was put over the open wound that is Brad Larson. What, it was in the injuries, and I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like that's going to stop it for a little bit, but yeah. we need stitches. We, this is not something you can cover up with a band aid. You need to completely fix the coaching problem with this team, because I mean. I'm worried for these young guys that are going to be a part of our future going forward that are learning in their first year with the first year up in the NHL on a National Hockey League team, and they're learning from fucking Brad Larson. Like, I'm not doubting that he has a great hockey mind, has a great feel for the sport. I'm not saying he doesn't know what he's doing. Obviously, he's gotten to this point in his career. So he has an idea of what he's doing. Probably more than we do. I was saying, but holy fuck, is was, it not working? <laughs> it's not, like, it's not I can working. sit here on a couch watching as I have never <laughs> played any sort of organized hockey in my life yeah. or unorganized for that matter. And I can sit here and critique and critique and critique all I want. Yeah. Obviously there's something that he's done well in the past to get to this point. But and, I don't know what and, it was. Yeah. I don't and, know what it was. And good for him to get to that point. And, you know, like, this, the season that had just happened where, you know, we were sitting here and, like, Brad Larson had it. He had a good season last season where, like, we we finished 500. And, like, everybody was kind of like, oh, shit, this is, this is awesome. And we're, we, like, moving forward... We, we just added Johnny Gaudreau, and now we're going to be way better off. We're going to be way better off. And come into this season with him as our head coach. I'm gonna be, I was confident. We're not. We're not. We're, we're not better off. Uh, we are way <laughs> worse off. <laughs> we're way, way worse off. Like, arguably, I... I <sighs> I know as a young expansion team franchise, we have had way worse starts record-wise than we have had this season. Oh, 100%. But this is not fun to watch. No. At all. I think you have to... I think this season might be worse just in feeling and like... and how high the expectations were going into this season. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why this season sucks so much more to watch. Because oh, we were a no. 500 team last year in a rebuild. In a rebuild. And we added a bona fide star in yeah. Johnny Gaudreau to our yeah. roster. And we had Corpy back, 
who was a great. It was a, going into this year, we were thinking one A, one B goalie wise with Corpy and Elvis. Yeah. I don't think you consider them either them either one of them the one or the two. I think it's just I think we could put a chair in the net, <laughs> and we might be better off. Like I'm not kidding. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It, Jordan, I mean I I would put Corpy in, in the net before I put Elvis, but yeah, no, like no, I get I I understand what you're saying. I I get what you're saying. Like you listen, like yeah, to what you're saying right now. Is yeah, like coming off of last season, we're all in the same boat. Like Brad Larson, last season we we had this team in a rebuild at five hundred, and like there was so much promise and so much potential. And in the off season, Johnny Gaudreau. Sits here <laughs> and, like, you know, he decides to sign with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And we're all just kind of like, holy shit, Johnny Gaudreau is coming here. And so we're all like, this team is, okay, we're going to, we are going to go from 500 to way better. And what happens? We don't. We, we, we don't. Yeah. I mean and not not even like close to it. No. But like so like who is to blame here? I I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I th- I think I you know. said it when we were watching the game. You could sit here and blame the guys on the ice if you want. They're so out of position. You said that is a coaching problem. But then the coach was then hired, and in, the coach is hired and trusted and pushed and, at like, the coach is hired and trusted by the GM. So then you could go to the GM. I think there are problems. If you want me to be honest, I think there are problems at every level at each step of this organization. I don't think the players are innocent. I don't think Larson is innocent. I don't think Yarmo yeah. is innocent. Yeah. I think this is a problem with the organization as a whole. And I I just with the team we have right now, we should not be playing like this. Again, I get we're fighting injuries. I get we have a lot of things going against us. But we should not be giving up six goals in the first period of a hockey game, a hockey game, nine, we, we nine. should not be losing nine to four. <laughs> we shouldn't nine. be giving up nine goals in general. No, that should not be a thing. Four goals ever. Four goals ever in any situation will win you majority of your games. Yeah, and we, it, it just, I mean, it, it's getting hard to watch at this point. Yeah. It's. It's it's just not a fun team to watch right now. How many now. goals the first period in the night? Six. Six. Four in the Six. first 12 minutes. Six. I crunched the numbers while we were talking. Fucking Christ. That is a goal every three minutes. Yeah. It's not good. It's not, it's, <laughs> no. it's not good at all. And, and listen, like, again, like, you don't, you don't wish for somebody to be fired and, you know, you... you, you 
you wish for the best for everybody, but at this point, at this point, like Brad Larson, I'm I'm sorry, man. Like, I think I, your time's up here in Columbus. Like, you you were hired as 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 our head coach, and you also like when you were hired, like you were also previously in charge of our special teams in terms of like our power play for 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 a handful of years and we also had the worst of that as well. So like yeah. to me like dude like I'm But I'm, again I, I'm Larson sorry, didn't man. Larson didn't hire himself. He didn't hire himself. Yeah. There's also that, that I mean that that is valid. But at this particular moment like I'm sorry my guy you like to me you're gone and and to what you say, Brayden, yeah, I, I I know he didn't hire himself, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's that's a whole other story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it. I I think I think this is a. Uh, I know we said Finland was a wake up call, and we came out of that a little bit stronger. We started playing a little bit better. We kind of got our shit together. I think this is a wake up call. Not only was it just nine to four, it was nine to four against the the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, who are not a a great team, not even really a good team this year. Yeah, in the in the NHL. I mean, so to lose nine to four to in the first the first period though, like that was like what six to six to nothing. It was six nothing. And it was nine to two at the end of the second. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm pretty. The the last two goals that we scored might have just been gimmies. Yeah, might have just been. Ah, uh, fuck. We're up by seven. We can. Oh, for sure it was. They we can. We can afford to slack off. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They gave no no shits at all. No, but I I mean to the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, I mean. That this should be the the second wake up call this season, and we're only what maybe thirty games into the season, if that. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> nice the analysis. <laughs> I uh, mean, we're we're around there. Yeah, I would say like maybe twenty four, maybe I don't know, somewhere in the range of twenty five ish games into the season. I was trying to think, and we have now had two wake up calls. Well. I would hope a lot more than that. Well, we've definitely had a lot more. But, I mean, I think yeah. when your players, and this was, I'm not, we weren't in the arena. We don't know for sure. We had the sound off on the TV because we were recording. Yeah. A certain reporter tweeted that the Jackets got booed off the ice at the end of the first period. As they should. I don't think, granted, eh, I can't. I don't want to say that confidently because I'm not. No, I'm, say it. I don't. I can't think, or I don't feel like any other fan base in the NHL is consistently booing their team like this. No, I. I would say that when you are getting thunderous boos in your home arena, no. That multiple times throughout the year, not good. No, it's not good. I would say that I feel like it's definitely happened. For other fan bases, but I will say that, like, yeah, no, like, it's in terms of the Columbus Blue Jackets this year, well deserved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, to me, like, I have, 
I do not give a shit at this at this particular moment. Like I will boo the fuck out of the out of the Blue Jackets and what they're doing right now. Yeah, it's not. I don't want to say nothing's going right because we definitely have games where, like Winnipeg on Friday, we definitely have games where we absolutely dominate teams we have no business dominating or no business beating no no business yeah. even being competitive with these teams and then we come out against teams like the buffalo sabers or the detroit red wings where they're not anywhere close in caliber to the teams that we just yeah we just dominated and i mean we are getting outplayed out like like it's just like I said, it's not fun to watch. It's fun when we beat those teams that we shouldn't beat. But that is few and far between throughout this season right now. Yep. You're right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all I have to say <laughs> on the matter. I'll that's be fair. honest. Fair enough. All right, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> you do it. No, and you... I'm gonna turn it up. You you hit what you want to hit. No, I was gonna hit that one. Oh, the yeah. Should I? Yeah, don't worry, good. We're we're done here. Shit. Yeah, that that was pretty loud. <laughs> I, I I didn't know what you were hitting. I'm sorry. Well, we got done. So I, I figured the outro should play. I, I, yeah, I just didn't know what you were hitting. All right. My apologies. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all um, I got. Yeah. No, it's fine. All right, so uh, yeah, thanks for listening to our uh, podcast, Level Boomers. We love you, love you guys. It's a great time. Uh, yeah, we'll be, we will see you next week, same time. Yeah, same place. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. same place, same time. <laughs>